This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Ah, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty-one twenty-five per month credit applied within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. So now it's time to turn it up, surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape, definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes. It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't have devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we got to change. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, 
This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am really, really excited to bring this person back. This person is a legend in the business, one of the most popular tag team uh, uh, specialists in all of professional wrestling, former tag team champion uh, in various promotions, former WWE star, uh, you know, we, we've talk, he, he's been on the show a couple of times. We talked about how the Killer Bees should have been the WWE Tag Team Champions, but some things happened, some promises weren't kept. But at the same time, there are legends in the business. So I'd like to bring to you in episode 346, none other, once again, to talk about the very first Survivor Series of 1987, 31 years ago. Here he is, Jumping Jim Brunzel. How are you tonight, sir? Thirty-one years back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess that's the 
impact sort of reflected the, the attitude of management towards, uh, you know, by myself. And, you know, that happened all businesses, but it uh, was pretty evident in, you know, working for events that we weren't exactly as cup of tea. And, and I think it was because, you know, we both was sort of, uh, we had good foundations in the profession and realized, you know, that, what was right, what was wrong mm-hmm. in terms of uh, management, and I think we just sort of, you know, uh, were thorn in the midst of sides for a number of years. Now, do you think that the, you know, coming to the WWE, both of you uh, were quite popular in AWA. Do you think that you're uh, just kind of what you created and just your popularity in AWA had anything to do with it? Do you think at that time, you know, Vince McMahon, because we saw it with just NWA, we saw it with AWA, he, you know, he, and, and even to this day, a lot of times, he seizes a lot of talent to just to, just to kind of have the talent for the sake of, you know, kind of uh, diluting the competition, so to speak. Do you think that you and, and, and Brian were victims of that as well? Uh, 
God, I, I don't know how, you know, how we did that over a period of, you know, all those years, you know, but it's just something that you get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've had uh, a, someone on my show who's a former WWE name and he uh said that usually the lower end is about a hundred thousand uh and you know even even that you know what i mean just just the uh compared to you know 30 years ago when you know when you were popular now around around that time what were your uh salaries looking like you know i think ours was right about 95 about 100 yeah 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 exactly Kind of like you know, kind of like house earnings as opposed to guaranteed contracts too, right? Was he up there? and you know independent you're an independent contractor so no insurance no you know <laughs> you got to pay for your travel lodging all of that yeah <laughs> yeah Five, ten minutes from 
Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. So, so real quick uh, before we before we close, great conversation. I appreciate the uh, the trip down memory lane here. <laughs> um, and so, so the first Survivor Series was was November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty seven. That was actually on Thanksgiving night. Now, uh, when did y'all fly in to um, to, to Richfield uh, Township? Okay, so Thanksgiving Eve. So, so did you? So did they advise you to just kind of have Thanksgiving that that Wednesday with the family, and and you all hung out you know, Wednesday night? Oh, on the road. Okay, so yeah. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Tonight on this, uh, uh, the, the heels of the uh, Survivor Series, thirty-one years later, and you know you were able to not only participate uh, in the Survivor Series, but be uh, part of the winning team. Not only, not only that, uh, be one of the, uh, the the sole survivors of the ten-on-ten uh, -10 Survivor Series tag team match. Had a bunch of legendary tag teams. Uh, my last question before you you go, Jim, tonight is: Do you ever think that the WWE would put the Killer Bees in the Hall of Fame? You know what? I I, I don't think so, and, and, and I'd love to. Actually, the Killer Bees and the High Flyers both you know, great guys, and I were uh, successful days. Oh yeah. And the World Championship belts in two different occasions, mm -hmm. and, and you know we were together for ten years. Brian and I were. Off and on, you know, for five years, and um, you always hope, but uh, you know, I see different people going in there, and you know, we uh, at least I know uh, as an individual, I, I sort of uh, miss you know, a lot of different things. I've been involved in this, you know, this uh, head trauma deal against uh, which is a lot of the projects against it. And uh, it, 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 it has nothing personally to do with this. It's just of what transpired you know, during my employee, uh, employee uh, you know, uh, status with the WWF at that time. You know, how guys were, you know, uh, injured but still wrestled. And a lot of guys wrestled uh, after, you know, some pretty good hits in the head. And... Consequently, you 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 know you'll see in a, in, in probably you know five ten years, just like that generation in front of so many of those uh, like Vern and uh, the Crusher and uh, Bruno San Martino and all those guys in the last you know twenty years, they all had dementia, mm -hmm. you know, and and they might have had you know CTE if they would have you know but. Uh, brains be examined by the doctor Amalo in Boston. So uh, my brain is going to go to him, and I got the okay from my wife Mary because she said she doesn't want my brain. So uh, it's going to be real to him after I uh, leave this uh, beautiful world. Wow. 
Well, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of people who uh, envy to reach seventy. Uh, you'll 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 be he- you'll be heading there soon, and uh, you know that's that's such a blessing in and of itself. And maybe you know maybe you have another twenty five years on this earth and uh, pass like Stan Lee did at ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that book is uh, called Matt Lands, M-A-T-L-A-N-D-S. Now, it's by uh, the man, the legend, Jumping Jim Brunzel. You can get it from uh, Google Books, actually. Uh, it's only three It's only three years old, uh, listeners, so uh, be sure to check it out. I'm sure there's some awesome, awesome stuff, and I'm looking forward to diving into it myself. I'm currently working on my Ph.D. dissertation, so I'm putting a lot of... Uh, books on my uh, reservoir to, to, to read uh, when I'm done uh, researching stuff for my dissertation. So uh, I'll, I'll put this one on my docket uh, and uh, get get going at it and take a trip further down memory lane. Thanks a lot. been a pleasure, Jim. Thanks a lot, man. Bye-bye. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live and living color getting funky like a monkey, if you will. We're going to have some fun as we do as always. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, once again, thank you to Jumping Jim Brunzel for coming on the show tonight. Uh, just a, a wonderful trip down memory lane for uh, Survivor Series 1987. So I guess the uh, – how old were you in 1987? Uh, the Survivor Series 1987, for all the people listening on, on the chat room and everybody listening on uh, when this is taped on Thursday, I mean, when this is uh, live on Tuesday at YouTube, and for those looking at it on the, uh, I think I call it the Attitude Era version, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, Thursday night on Facebook, uh, the Tuesday night version on Facebook, which airs on Thursday night, the Attitude Era version is what I like to call it. Uh, how old were you in 1987 watching uh, the Survivor, the Survivor Series, the very first 
Survivor Series of the series. <laughs> meaning to be redundant there. Not meaning to be redundant, but so what? I was redundant. Uh, so let's uh, have some fun. How were you uh, watching the very first Survivor Series? So let's, before we get into any headlines, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of craziness going on. Becky Lynch out. Daniel Bryan turns heel. Hulk Hogan possibly banned again. The world, the wacky world of the WWE via professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. But let's uh, let's go down memory lane. 1987 Survivor Series. How old were you? What do you remember? Uh, what are some of the uh, awesome uh, memories that you can recall from the from the Survivor Series? Um, there's a lot of memories to have for the, for the Survivor Series. I remember it being on Thanksgiving, like right on Thanksgiving. And, um, yeah, it was like a Thanksgiving tradition. And the, and the funny thing about that is that as many – I think I, I remember having a conversation. I forgot what wrestler I talked about. Um, no sound, no sound. Okay, let me fix that. Um, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. Let me fix that for you all. Um, keep hearing the okay, now I see all the chat. I don't know what's going on, and you can't hear me. I uh, I apologize for that. Um, hmm. let me get that fixed for everybody. Let me get that fixed. Hold tight, hold tight. Okay. <laughs> He said I can relive. Okay. Is this better at all? Better, better, better. Can you hear me? 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 Um, my the live YouTube said that there weren't any sound. Just crazy. Because it that never happens. Always good. It always happens. Um, you can hear me now. I keep hearing all good. There you go. We good? We good, we good. Okay. There we go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Appreciate that. I have no idea what happened there, <laughs> but uh, we got we got sound. Thank you, Gabriel, Brandon, uh, Jump Tube, uh, Rail, Joey. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate appreciate it all. Thank you, CJ, uh, Malty. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we got. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but thank you all. Appreciate your appreciate all your patience and uh, <laughs> all the craziness. Despite all the craziness, uh, okay. Just uh, I did. I made another minor adjustment. Do you all still hear me? Do you all still hear me? Check, check, check. Do you hear me? You all still? We good? We good? Everybody good? Chris sound turn heel. Yes, it's it's out. Yes, Brandon. 
turn heel like Daniel Bryan tonight. What in the world is that all about? So uh, let me know uh, if you still um, – we good? We good? We good? Okay, Joker. Yep, good, good, good. Gary, good. Okay, cool. Michael, Tammy, stop. All right, so let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so before before the, the sound turn heel, uh, awesome, awesome branding, Charles, Gabriel, good stuff, guys. All right, so we're going to have some fun. Um, let's do it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I put over my no sound well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, so uh, we got some fun people joining the chat room. For those who are just, uh, for those who are turn, tuning in the first time, this is a very interactive show, okay? So uh, thank you so much for your support uh, for this 346th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone, of course, uh, and we have this thing going on. We have this PNP Nation, okay? Ask Chris. Hashtag Ask Chris, and we do this uh, every time. And oh, thank you, Gary. I appreciate your. Of course, this is the family. I ain't gonna act all proud and pretend that uh, no crazy stuff happens uh, <laughs> within this show. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have some fun uh, every week. For those new on the chat, very interactive. Um, uh, we we have some fun every single week. Uh, we have the hashtag Ask Chris. Uh, if you want to ask about any type of exclusive stuff, if I know it, I'll let you know. Uh, if you want to ask anything about my life as a professional wrestling fan, as a professional journalist, anything wrestling related, let's have it. Let's get some. Let's have some fun and let's uh, let's do it. So uh, we always have a, a great time here, the Pancakes of Power Sam show. And for those who join the chat room every week, they will attest. To, to the fact that uh, we have uh, so much, so much fun. We also have trivia every week. Uh, this week is going to be exclusively Survivor Series like it was last year. Pans and Slams is the best by far. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, uh, thank you, Malty. Uh, I love this podcast because it's great interactive. Thank you so much for all your support. You are all awesome. And you're making the people, you're making the first timers uh, and the uh, make, you know, great welcoming for the first timers, guys. You're awesome. The show is awesome. I'm here every week. Thank you, Brandon. I really, really appreciate that. All right. So uh, we got Hogan, we got Daniel Bryan heel turn, which is crazy. So a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, All all Survivor Series um, trivia tonight. So let's start right into the first Survivor Series trivia question. Who cashed in his Money in the Bank contract to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at the 2015 Survivor Series? Who cashed in um, his Money in the Bank uh, contract to win the World Heavyweight Championship at the 2015 Survivor Series. Let's get some of these acts quick. Um, boycott Survivor Series. I, you know what, you know what, Gary? I um, this card is weak. 
Um, I'm just not a fan of just uh, this card. And, you know, it's funny because Becky and, and Ronda was what I was looking forward to the most. Now Becky's out. So, I mean, Daniel, a heel Daniel Bryan against a heel Brock Lesnar. This, I don't get it. I mean, we're, we'll talk more about Daniel Bryan, but if you want to turn him heel, which I'm not a fan of, but if you want to turn him heel, why did that have to be before Survivors? Are you trying to – for some reason, it seems like we may get a Drew McIntyre-Brock Lesnar feud. It seems like they're kind of indirectly trying to change tr- – trying to – make Lesnar a babyface going into a Survivor Series because it, it's quite clear, quite clear that Daniel Bryan is the heel uh, here based on this, you know, what he did with AJ Styles. Just a weird development right before Survivor Series. Uh, it's confusing. It's quite confusing. Uh, let's get some of these Ask Chris questions. Uh, uh, I am is asking um, do I think AJ Styles is hurt? I haven't heard anything about AJ Styles being hurt. Um, I, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I can try to find out, reach to some people and find out, but I haven't heard anything about AJ Styles being hurt. Uh, it seems like they're trying to it, – it, it, clearly, it clearly shows what they're trying to do as far as a development for um, post-Survivor Series. So I did – I have heard that Samoa Joe was hurt. So you really don't have a strong heel uh, to go against Styles. Uh, but just it's just weird. It's, just, it's quite weird. Heel Bryan versus uh, Shawn Michaels at 35. Yeah, I think we'll get Michaels and, and Taker. Uh, a bunch of cool ask Chris questions. Gary asking... Um, <laughs> Yeah, tell me why I want to see a heel Daniel Bryan get squashed by Brock Lesnar because, in my opinion, if Lesnar doesn't squash Bryan, then it hurts his character. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I agree. I mean, if, the the David and Goliath story works if Goliath is bigger than David. I mean, why in the world would you have any type of David versus Goliath type of anything with Daniel Bryan being the heel and Brock Lesnar being the baby face. That just, it, you, you could have set up like it was a dream match, Bryan versus Lesnar at Mania, the ultimate, you know, comeback story, ultimate David versus Goliath story. But for some reason, you still have Lesnar as a heel. He hasn't done anything that's changed into a baby face. You, and, and now you have Daniel Bryan as a heel. It's just a weird development. It's so it's so weird. Um, let's see what else we got in the Ask Chris questions. Uh, very good Ask Chris questions so far. Uh, also, trivia on deck. I'm sure, once again, uh, who cashed in the Money in the Bank contract to win uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? at the 2005 Survivor Series. Once again, Ask Chris. Hashtag Ask Chris. Um, 
Do I think Brian's healed is uh, long-term, Stephen's asking. Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I really think that they're just kind of deprived of, of good heels right now, honestly. Um, and it seems like what they're going to do with Daniel Bryan is just uh, really have him feud against Styles because you saw on Styles in the promo, he was talking about how he um, he ha- he beat everybody, has nobody else to fight. So, yeah, you know, very interesting. You know what, Brandon? I think you brought, I think you bring a good point. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a Daniel Bryan heel turn is an excuse for to have Brock Lesnar massacre him. I think that's a very very good point, actually. Michael's asking who's replacing Charlotte Flair for the Women's SmackDown team. Um, also a good question. Uh, who do they have now? They didn't even announce a fifth. Did they announce a fifth? Because I know they had four last week. So do you have the Iconics? Do you have both of the Iconics? I'm sure that WWE will announce about, I think as of last week, they had four out of five. And now you have Charlotte out, so you only have three, Naomi, Carmella, and Asuka. So I think, well, no, no, you have, you do have Sonya Deville. So you have Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Sonya Deville, so you need one more. So I think you put in, um, what, Mandy Rose, what are the options now? <laughs> Mandy Rose. Billy Kay or Peyton Royce. I think probably like a Peyton Royce. I don't see Mandy Rose. Honestly, I, I don't see it. Um, all right, cool. Good Axe Chris questions. Michael's asking, love the Daniel Bryan Hill turn. His character is getting stale. I, I don't, honestly. Uh, just a, just a, Daniel Bryan is a, uh, a, a tried and true babyface. That's why it didn't work with the whole no thing. It didn't really work that much. So, but, you know, he was getting booed. So, you know, <laughs> far so good. We'll see after Survivor Series. Um, I think it could have wait, honestly. I think it could have wait. So, uh, Martino's asking, uh, why didn't um, Raw retaliate? I think because the Raw, um, I think Raw is going to win. So I think you kind of had SmackDown one up Raw because at the end, um, you know, Raw is going to win probably. Uh, I am asking, uh, he'll ask Chris, uh, he'll Daniel Bryan versus AJ for Royal Rumble. Which face can take on he'll Daniel Bryan for WrestleMania? I don't even know if he'll be healed by WrestleMania, but if he does remain heel as champion at WrestleMania, um, I don't want to see AJ uh, Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Pick one. See, I, here's here's my honest opinion. I would like to see Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura as the babyface again because Nakamura's heel turn is just terrible. I would I would prefer that. I would prefer for Nakamura to win the, the, the title, but as far as the list of baby faces right now on the SmackDown roster that can have a mania type of big stage match, I know they're not going to do it with Jeff Hardy, um, 
Ray, maybe? Do we see Ray versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship? Uh, still doesn't. Still not a big. Still not a mania type of field to me, honestly. So, Seamus is the correct answer. Good job. We're about to bring in my boy Evan Tech Trout, the co-host with the most. Uh, Player of the week. Uh, the end of the show, we have a random discussion topic every week called the Player of the Week. This is what we developed last week. The best current WWE theme song. So we did the play-in game, the play-in for all the circles, the play-ins. So here is the bracket. We're going to figure out fans' choice who the best WWE theme song is. So we're going to have some good fun with that. Gabriel's asking, ask Chris, do you think the trios tag team titles will work in WWE like the New Day have the titles? So all three members can be in the match like tonight on SmackDown. No, um, I like the idea of a trios championship. I like it in New Japan. I like it in Ring of Honor. Uh, WWE have too many people, too many championships. As we saw with Shinsuke Nakamura, they're just terribly booking him as U.S. champ. So, no, I don't think it'll work. <laughs> Honestly, unfortunately, I don't think it'll work. Uh, let's do a one more trivia question before we get into the headlines. Um, here we go. Who retained the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series 2013? Who retained the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series 2013? Jerry's asking, do you think Brock refused to lose to AJ? Huh. So they took the title so he can squash Brock. Uh, you mean Dan Bryan? Okay, okay. Typo. Squash Dan Bryan. Not Brock. That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. Um, I think that that probably will happen, honestly. Um, Brock will probably squash Daniel Bryan. You know, probably AJ. Uh, AJ seems, from what I know, he's a, he's, a, he's a company guy. I don't think he'd mind jobbing to him, probably the way they want it. Probably not. Something had to happen. So. Um. All right. Good stuff. Great stuff. I think there was one more. Okay. I see Cody. No. Big E. Brandon. Brandon usually is on it with the trivia. Good job, Brandon. On it with the trivia. Uh, one more. Um, uh, Shane versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Uh, could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Since, since Daniel Bryan's the heel now, Seems like um, Shane was supposed to be the heel, but it doesn't seem like they're doing that now. It seems like Daniel Bryan's the heel now. It may have been a Shane thing, but now it's a Daniel Bryan thing. Um, Rickson is asking uh, for worker safety. Should Nia Jax be fired? Oh, man. Um, yikes. Yeah. Nia Jax is not uh matter of fact <laughs> Evan Tech Prout likes Nia Jax and he's a Nia Jax fan. Uh I haven't really been sold on Nia Jax ever, honestly. Uh there's been times where she has uh been very um she has not been safe in the ring at all. We saw that against uh 
the, the, the uh, shoulder breaker against Charlotte that one time on Raw where she almost broke her neck. I think there was a time against either Alicia Fox or Sasha Banks that she just did a, a horrible job. Um, so, yeah, it, she's not she's not done a good job at all um, doing making anybody's life better in the WWE ring. So she hasn't got a, she it hasn't been as bad as it was, but man, like, why would you even, why would you even throw just a straight shot, straight arm jab against anybody? It just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe her hair is being pulled out or something. And, I just don't understand. I heard that she got a little heat for it, too. I mean, at, at this point, it's like enough's enough. So, Evan Tech Prout, hey, yo. <clears throat> What's going on? What's going on, guys? What's going on, brother? Man. Getting ready for the, the Survivor Series. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me correct something. One, I'm not an Ajax fan. I just find her very attractive. It's two totally different things. She killed. She literally, they 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 chant. Joe's going to kill you. I said before, it needs to be Jack. She dropped Charlotte on her head. She didn't catch Charlotte that time doing the moonsault. She just let her fall on her face. She almost killed Sasha Banks' shoulder. Let's not forget, she did the bill on Bailey one time on Raw. Almost tore her shoulder out of socket. I mean, this yeah, woman. Too. I'm like God. I'm in, I I met the woman. Me, and you talked off air. I was. At the same hotel as in the Raw 25, pleasant girl. It is she's reckless. Gosh, is yeah. I, I just find her attractive. That's it. But there's nothing to do. I'm not a fan of her in the ring. Her voice is annoying. <clears throat> the song is right. She's not like most girls. It's like they kind of they try to channel that how China was in like 1999, 2000, 2001. They kind of try to channel it with her. But at the end of the day. Now you're Jax. She has a Samoan blood, so she always will have the plot protection. Had this been yeah. any other chick that was not a Samoan, and I'm friends with the Samoan family, the Noah family. I know them. Friends with them. I know them against them, but real is real. If you're a Samoan, and if you're a Flair, or if you Snoop Dogg's cousin, you safe for life. <laughs> Yeah. Had it been Bailey, yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh, If you don't fall yeah. in one of the four categories, you're done. Had this been Bailey, yeah. one of the Riot Squads, or I say like a legend, like a Trish or a Mickey James, that's different. But a Riot Squad or a Bailey or you know who I can't think of anybody. A Becky Lynch, well, I mean, pre the nosebleed, we'll get to that. She would have been gone. She would have been demoted to NXT, something. But it's uh, and I'll add something Brooklyn. real quick about Hill Bryant. Could do this. I don't. I think a fan has said uh, maybe Brock didn't want to job to AJ. You know, maybe AJ didn't want to go. Let's not forget. I believe it was two years ago. It was AJ against Brock at the Survivor Series. Good match. AJ got a good amount of offense. Brock won. I just think maybe Vince decided to do something different. Who knows? AJ could decide to throw in his rematch clause, and it could be a triple threat. 
We know WWE's famous no. for last minute triple threat matches. Sunday no. morning we could wake up a triple threat match. They could do that. Also, you're teasing Matt and Natalia. Right, uh, what, what was that? Uh, what, you know, it's, it's been a while, Evan, but this is what I got to bring this back for the time. Absolutely not. No triple threat. Match. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> but we all talking about WWE. So, also, too, maybe McIntyre can interfere. They keep trying to tease this McIntyre against Brock, which is kind of cool. But should we really believe that McIntyre is going to be a threat to Brock? Come on now. I mean, y'all pushing him to be yeah. strong, but Brock's to beat everyone. So who mm-hmm. is there left to believe that could be Brock besides Reigns? And we know, you know, Reigns is going to be gone for a minute. So I, I don't uh, know. He'll Daniel Bryan is, and AJ keep getting kicked in in the private parts. Every time he turns someone, it's like that must be a prerequisite. Become heel, got kick him in the private parts. <laughs> yeah, there were two people who turned heel on him in 2018. Both of them found that his uh, AJ Jules was the way to go <laughs> to make that happen. So. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and like you said, Gabriel Survivor Scott. Series card is, is weak. I mean, gosh, it's reminding me of Survivor I mean, we can we go. I mean, the Survivor Series with my good old buddy Chuck Norris, 94, that was on Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. gosh. Matter of fact, go to Survivor yeah. Series Gang Wars. This card is weak. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. weak. Maybe. But we, I don't know, maybe Sting can show up. Maybe they can have Taker do a cameo or something. Come on, I mean, Thing. Why would you bring in the goat in this conversation as far as I, I'm, as I'm, this I'm just saying, man, this this Survivor Series is so whack and weak. They got to do some cameo. The goat have Taker come out, have Kane do a born promo, something. I mean, Bret Hart show up with his jean shorts, something, <laughs> something. I, this, oh man. I'm looking more forward to NXT War Games too than the Survivor Series, and hopefully the War Games cage yeah. have a roof. Speaking of War Games, uh, Charles asking, ask Chris for Velveteen Dream when the NXT title takeover. I hope so. I, I surely, yeah. surely, surely hope so. <clears throat> um, all right, so let's get into Hogan talk. Got a lot of people asking, what about the Hogan talk, brother? Um. All right, so Malty's asking, have I heard any call-ups after Star Series? Uh, looks like they're waiting. It looks like Aleister Black may be up there. Maybe uh, I've heard of Aleister Black. I don't know when, but uh, I have heard yeah, of Aleister too. Black. Yeah. Um, any heat? Gary's asking any heat between Nia and Becky backstage. No, I have not that I know of. No, I haven't heard, of I haven't heard anything. I think it was a Becky thing. I think it was a matter of just Nia – because she had her head down, and she was just kind of doing kind of some haymakers. Why would you do that, though? All right, Gabriel's asking, uh, do, I think, do I see Jack Swagger and Wade Barrett and Impact soon since LU and Impact has a – since they have a um, working relationship? Yeah, I can see definitely Swagger. Barrett's not doing – He's wrestling. not doing much right now, um, yeah. Well, in Lucha Underground, he's kind of doing, you know, kind of like an authority-type – 
role of, you know, that's what he's been doing. He, he doesn't he doesn't wrestle much or if at all anymore. Swagger, yeah, I can definitely see Swagger in there. I can I can text him actually. I've, uh, I uh, spoke to him recently. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll see. I'll check and see. All right. Uh, so one more question before we get into Hogan, brother. Um, who won the WWE Tag Team Championship at the 2012 Survivor Series? Uh, who won the Tag Team Championship at the uh, 2002 Survivor Series? Um, uh, Rixana, if you didn't watch, if you didn't have to watch Survivor Series for work, would you watch? That's a good question. Yeah, Jake Strong is his name. Um, I would to laugh. Man, it's been it's been, a, it's been it's been so weak. I just yeah. I mean, but you know, it's, uh, I think I think for us, even though we gotta watch it for work because it's what we do, I just think just the fan in us, just to know that okay, it's just the Survivor Series, you know, just just yeah, for just, old time's sake to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, headlines. Let's get into Hogan talk. Here we go. Okay. Um, good job, Brandon. What the constant he is the trivia king. Los Guerreros. Went in a triple threat match, if I'm not mistaken. Um, your first answer was wrong. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, all right, so so Hogan, um, so definitely a shout out, definitely credit uh, the Wrestling Observer Live for this. Uh, based on uh, Hogan, there was the information that is being told is WWE. This is this is reported from Wrestling Observer Live. Um, WWE's been told. Um, WWE's been told no Hogan. No, do not mean the, the social media has been told do not mention Hogan. The 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 point of that is uh, to have him come back in the states. You know, have like a grand instance in the states. And I mentioned this before, like a week. I think last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about um, uh, Crown Jewel. And I did say, you know, it, it was quite obvious that um, they they had him come into Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, because he would be receptive a lot better, you know, in Saudi Arabia as opposed to a New York or Chicago crowd, which it would be a big, uh, there'd be a big risk, you know, that he probably. Well, he probably get booed by quite a bit of people, um, but he might, he might have been booed out the arena. So after three and a half year absence, having him come back, uh, you know, in a tough crowd or really just any crowd in the United States, would, you know, it would run the risk of him not getting uh, a warm reception, a warm comeback reception at all. So that was the point of him going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, but you know, the Wrestling Observers reporting that they were told he was told uh, they, they were told no uh, Hogan 
on, on social media kind of still um, still warm the United States crowd up for Hogan, and he'll probably make a he'll probably we'll probably see him in four and a half months. Uh, so we'll probably see Hogan at Mania. He did talk to Orlando the Orlando Sentinel Sentinel, and he did say that he uh, was appearing at both. Crown Jewel and uh, WrestleMania. So probably Hogan will probably um, he'll probably host WrestleMania. The only thing is WrestleMania is in one of the uh, one of the toughest crowds <laughs> in all of professional wrestling. Um, the New York crowd. It's in New Jersey, in the New York in the, in the nation. So that would be a very interesting way of bringing Hogan back. Um, yeah, I don't see him bring. I don't see him coming back to the Rumbles in what Phoenix. Uh, it's, it's in the stadium this year, uh, next year. I think so. Right. Um, I think it's in it, the stadium in Phoenix. Oh um, yeah, like this. So it's Hogan. We'll, we'll, is I I know for us to go this thing, but I've said this before. I say it again. It's Hogan. The man is the biggest star in professional wrestling history because he saved professional wrestling. Yes, we can argue the Rock. He can argue argue Austin. Blah blah. blah. No, it's Hogan. It will never be a Hogan before or after. He will always be the biggest star in pro wrestling. And after Hogan, I give it to Austin because Austin was number two you're saving it. Now, I forget about Bruno. Bruno's three. I get it. But uh, and it's all about PR right now, you know, the the racial stuff going on. You still got the riots and all of the, you know, the Me Too movement and the race wars, and it's all about PR. And, and I, I get the move. Of why they was like no Hogan. I mean, they don't even mention him. They edit him out. Like, dang, they don't even mention the man's name. They blacklisted him again. He's in the same list as Sid. Or some of the other people that they kind of quietly blacklist. But I get to move at the end of the day. Hogan can show up in New York, which is a tough crowd. You know, here in Baltimore, we're a tough crowd. Chicago, he's still, he's still going to get cheered. Come on, Al. He's Hogan. <laughs> In New York, they're yeah. gonna need Hogan because New York is one of their is one of the biggest markets. Is New York City? I mean, even though technically it's you know in New Jersey, but still, MetLife, WrestleMania, Hogan's name attached. It's synonymous yeah. with the name. You gotta have Hogan there. You know, you, is Taker gonna be there? We don't know. Is Cena gonna be there? I'm pretty sure. Is The Rock gonna be there? We don't know. You gotta have Hogan. So, I get the move, but. For a U.S. crowd, it's Hogan, man. He's he's yeah. the man. Uh, he's he 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 legitimately is the man. Yeah. Just try, at this we, point, is it? We, we, we just try not to like, the TNA Hogan. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where you're like, you know, um, he paid his dues. You know, been he's been out and. Uh, <laughs> You know, we got people in the um, in the chat room saying that they'll still boo Hogan. Um, you know, so I don't know. 
I mean, uh, it, it's, yeah, you, you, still, you still got flares, you know, all the stuff Flair's done over the years, the shenanigans he's done, you know, it's JBL with the Nazi walk, and they, get, they got the MSNBC kill his contract, that he still was able to travel overseas, even though he took kind of like a couple of years, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It can be done. Like you say, he's paid his dues. He, people... <laughs> People just hold on and stuff. When it's not you, and I'm saying in general public, when it's not them, people hold on to stuff forever. Had it be them, maybe one. Come on now, the man that pays dues, he's holding. Here's my take on it. I think it. I think it creates an adverse effect. I think it kind. Of, I think it's kind of counterproductive. Um. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's kind of counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Right. If we, I mean, as a black guy, I think it's kind of productive if we don't forgive, you know, oh, cool. I think yeah. it's kind of, he made, he, he, he did his, uh, here's the thing, no, by no, and I've said this before, by no means will I ever justify, oh, you cool. know, what he did and should have been fired. Hands down, he should have been fired. And I also agree with Mark Henry that, you know, he needs to take strides. And um, and and doing more, and 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 kind of showing that he's apologetic. Sure. Because exactly. a lot of people I know, like they they accept him when he came came back, you know, during Extreme Rules, and we cut the promo, you know, backstage. But you know, there was some who were like, "Yeah, that didn't seem genuine." You know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm good I'm good buddies with JTG, and he wrote an awesome piece. Uh, about just uh, you know him being a part of you know he, Hulk Hogan being a uh, part of his legacy you know what I mean just he he grew up on Hulk Hogan he idolized Hulk Hogan um, and you know it, it really it really hurt him so uh, Tammy said his apology came up and, yeah I mean I agree it, it's, <laughs> so, you know, it, you know it, and like and like you said we'll taking strides. <laughs> Example with sports and with sports fans outside of wrestling is Michael Vick. You know everything went down with the dogs and look at the time it took for him taking strides. He did the, the PETA commercials and he was talking to the kids and you know he did a lot of PR to build his reputation. He took those strides like Mark Henry said to kind of show the public, hey, you know I made a mistake. This is what I did. I'm over it. And and it took him a little bit like like Mark Henry said the same thing with Hogan. Uh, somebody mentioned on my show earlier, same thing is, you know, maybe going to a black college, talking to students, talking, doing commercials, you know, doing a lot of PR to show, hey, you're sorry, you shouldn't have did what you did, but hey, I'm trying to get past this. So that's a good point. Yeah, I think that that is the that is the ideal method. I think, um, but because here's what it boils down to, you know. I forgive Hogan, but I still think that he has um, <laughs> a ways to go as far as a, 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 a general consensus of people feeling like me. Because there are some people who just don't think he's sincere, and I, and I can see that because you know, you know, he. I think it boils down to: uh, Are you kind of practice what you preach? It's like you know, show me better. You can tell me. Other thing is show me that you know you are uh, genuinely regretful for what you did, 
I mean, was it the liquor talking? Was it uh, a very tough point in your life? You know, there were talks. There was talks about Tessa's needs to call the world world star hip hop. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, was it liquor talking? Was it uh, you know there were big marital problems? I'm sure that there's a compilation of things that caused him to say what he did. But here's the thing. Listen, I, I, I'm really big into psychology. People know who listen to the show every week. I'm about to become a doctor in psychology, a forensic psychologist. So I always look at stuff like this and I think about what's going on in the mind. You see, and, and the thing is, Lexi just brought up a really, really good point. It wasn't a Freudian slip. This is psychology. It wasn't a Freudian slip. That was his ideology. That's hard to forgive. I understand that. And it wasn't the first time he was caught using that type of language. So, um, yeah, there there was some other time that um, caught using the language, and, and he said before that uh, he didn't know that type of lingo. He didn't know that the N word was offensive because of how it grew up, which was the worst explanation I could ever hear in my life. I'm like, he was like, here's my thing. I'm like, Hogan, listen. I'm on your side, dude. Like, I, I want you to get out of this. Uh, okay, so Maltese asking Lexi what's the Freudian slip. It's a psychology thing. And of course, Sigmund Freud, um, which a lot of his research is very outdated. But a Freudian slip is basically like, if I say X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, and I'm, and I'm talking, and I'm like, um, Blah 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 blah. I hate black people. Oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and and, and hey, it's supposed to sound like it's. Um, uh, I didn't intend to say it, but at the same time, it came out just naturally. It just slipped out, but it wasn't. It, it was what I felt, but I was being CPC and wanted to cover it up, but that slipped out. So. Um, you know, of course, I don't personally hate black people because I'm black and my wife is black and all my kids. So, um, but I like white people. I like Asians. I like Hispanics. I like every people. Um, so yeah, Tony's saying subconscious thought. Yeah. So basically, it just it just flips out. Um, so if I if I, yeah, so basically, Hogan did so. Um, Brandon is giving me the Brandon is giving the chat room the uh, the legal definition, I guess. I think an unintentional error regarding the feeling, the conscious feeling. There you go. Small is that saying thanks for explaining, Chris. Yep. Uh, Michael saying 40 and slip is that why well, I just explained <laughs> accidentally brought out something that's the true feeling. I guess I just uh, I guess I just explained so. Yeah, so I mean, it happens in happens in uh, politics a lot. Morgan Swift happens on happens in media a whole lot. You know, someone's getting interviewed, and um, yeah, someone the, the the PC thing is to say, well, you know, I really I'm sorry for him and his family, and you know, I the, the Freudian slip comes in when I say say I'm really sorry for him and his family. Sometimes, well, I'm really sorry for him and his family, you know, so I didn't mean, I meant sometimes, but I wanted to keep it in a way that uh, wasn't offensive or 
or something. So there you go. Hope that hope that helps. Seem like it has helped um, with explaining a Freudian slip. Uh, so yeah, uh, and that, and Lexi brings up a good point. It probably wasn't a Freudian slip. I mean, it probably was a Freudian slip. It probably unfortunate. So all right. Good stuff about Hogan. I think that we'll see him back in WrestleMania. Brother. Um, brother. Brother. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm Tammy says, I've been told off air by some Hall of Famers other stories are relating to Hogan and this incident. Same way with Flair. But I always say, hey, you can't confirm or deny it if it's no tape. You know what I mean? There's no videotape, no recording. I can't confirm or deny it. But I, I've have heard from legit sources and friends, some people we know mutually were not mention on air about Hogan and his ways back in the day, saying we were flare. But this to mention it, which is another reason why some people won't publicly mention it, why they feel Hogan isn't sincere and he's full of crap with his apologies. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this has changed them. Hopefully that, um, you know, he'll, hopefully he'll continue to be changed by this. Um, I think if he continues to get backlash um, by this, we'll see, unfortunately. <laughs> Gabriel, Gabriel, you get a, you get a clap. Uh, kids. Can someone with the WWE have a short <laughs> Gabriel, you get an applause for tonight. Uh, where's my applause at? Yeah, I think that was absolutely hilarious. Um, there we go. There we go. So far, I'm go for Gabriel. Can someone within WWE have a Freudian slip about Aiden? That is absolutely hilarious. Um, all right. So here's the thing. Um, I got a plug. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, loves my, love my WrestleMania logos in the back here. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Thank you so much about that. Um, all right. So let me plug the Patreon account. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, over 100 interviews. Uh, uh, actually, close to 200, over 100 people, different people interviewed on the show. Um, and, um, you know, six and a half years, over six and a half years, 346 episodes to give you all uh, awesome content. So uh, I threw out some feelers on the show uh, before a few weeks back and then also on Twitter. So with the Pancakes and Power Sam show, uh, officially has a Patreon account. So go to patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. Uh, you know, show your appreciation by, uh, by you know, giving uh, your, your financial dollars. Uh, and also we have one tier. You know, there, I, I, I'm cool with other people. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm cool with other people. Um who has like all types of all types of tiers, like hundred dollar tiers, fifty dollar tiers. Listen, there's the WWE Network 
$9.99 a month. So, um, you know, and I appreciate each and every one of your support uh, over the past six and a half years. Um, you know, you guys are awesome. I always say the Pancakes and Power Slams fans are the best fans in the nation. You are all so awesome. And so give, you know, if you can. It's not some this isn't some forced promo, you know, give or die type of thing. I really just appreciate the support. So go to patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. There's a $1 a month donation uh, just as a sign of my, uh, just a sign of your appreciation and wanted to give financially to the Pancakes and Power Slam show. And then there's a $5.99 tier um, that we're, because I have an interview every week. I've been doing this for years consecutively. An interview, a wrestling interview every single week. We got Johnny Fairplay coming up. We got Robbie E coming up. We got uh, Ken Doan, Kenny Dykstra coming coming up. Uh, so we have a slew of interviews coming up. Uh, what we're going to end up doing is uh, I'm actually going to give a, a fraction of the interview because I spent a lot of I do spend a lot of work. Honest with you, I spent a whole lot of work putting together these interviews. You know, it's so funny because I had Shane Helms on the show one time. And I'll never forget it. He said that he had a uh, a face. He had a, 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 a podcast for a short time, and <laughs> and he was like, he gave me kudos because of the consecutive uh, weeks without missing one. It's been 346 consecutive weeks without missing a single show. So, um, you know, he gave me kudos both. Uh, thank you, CJ. Um, and. Yeah, so so basically, you know, he was talking about how he applauded me. He was talking off air and on air as far as just the consistency from my show and the stuff like that. I really, really appreciate that. So I, I appreciate that very, very much. So um, so yeah, an interview every single week. So a part of the five ninety nine tier, you get um, exclusive acts, Chris uh, um, Facebook Live. You get full interviews. Uh, you get to be a guest co-host on the show with Evan and I, um, and you also uh, get to so financially contribute to uh, the, pan- the Pancakes and Power Center show. So, greatly appreciated, and uh, I appreciate all your support, honestly. And uh, thank you so much for uh, for your just continued support. This is a uh, incredible. It's been like what uh six and a half years it'll be seven years in april and uh, there you go so thank you so much guys go once again pink uh, patreon.com p-a-t-r-e yes i will type the link cj thank you much for that again patreon.com slash pancakes and power sam give four interviews uh, exclusive logs, exclusive information, uh, exclusive uh, um, live uh, live chats with with wrestlers, Q and A's with wrestlers. Uh, like I said, I know a lot of wrestlers in the business. I'm going to meet over 100. Uh, so um, yeah, there you go. So thanks so much. Thanks so much, guys. All right. So let's get to the next uh, headline. Um, I appreciate your support. I really do. I really do appreciate your support. You know, you guys are so awesome, and I and I, and I will always say that you are, you you're what 
keeps Pancakes and Power Slam show ticking. And so we have uh, created such a big empire in this past six and a half, six, almost seven years. And I, I thank you, the fans and the, and the avid listeners and the PNP Nation uh, for really uh, supporting me. I, I just I'm so indebted in, in thank uh, and gratefulness and gratitude for you all. So you all are awesome, as the men's would say. All right, so uh, let's get to Daniel Bryan. Uh, I, well, let's get to let's get to Daniel Cormier. Um, so he's planning on retiring at forty, uh, and uh, his birthday is in March. So looking at a March date for uh, uh, Cormier versus Lesnar, but Lesnar just signed a, a short-term uh, contract with WWE. Um, so. The, the fight could be in jeopardy. Uh, Cormier was recently on TMZ saying that uh, he said that they're certainly they're certainly going to fight. They're definitely going to fight. I don't know. We may not we might not see Cormier versus Lesnar. Um, if Cormier does retire, I can I can see a I can see a John Jones versus Lesnar. I can see John Jones uh, uh, you know increasing his weight to to go against Lesnar. Um, you know that was kind of the money match anyways before Jones uh, got suspended. So we were, the talk was Jones Lesnar anyways. And so when Cormier, you know, got the title again, well, he got the lightweight title and then he got the heavyweight championship and became dual champion competing in the heavyweight division. It was, it'd be, you know, then, then the call out and then, you know, Lesnar goes to the octagon Cormier beats Derek Lewis. He calls him out again. So uh, Cormier is a wrestling fan. So he, you know, he wants to fight Lesnar, and I think that he'll, I think he'll demolish Lesnar. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, but we'll see. I mean, I think the w, I think WWE would be very hesitant. W, you know, Lesnar doesn't have, according to uh, Meltzer, he he reported this on uh, MMA Fighting, I believe. Um, he doesn't have an exclusive contract to UFC or WWE. He's allowed to appear in the UFC as part of his WWE contract. And so, you know, I think that the WWE would have some type of, of course, I mean, he's the universal champion. So I think the WWE would be very hesitant for him to compete just weeks before Mania. Like, that UFC uh, at March 2nd, that March 2nd date is like four, five weeks before Mania. So, you know, if, if he gets a concussion, that would just throw everything out. You're, you're building up this big WrestleMania match between him and whoever for the Universal Championship, and then he has to, you know, he's concussed. He can't fight. So that would just be, be – it would be terrible. You know, he could get injured. It would be really, really bad to do that. So I can definitely see them if if the Lesnar Cormier thing happens, I can see them dropping the title off Lesnar at Rumble. But the thing is, you kind of want to build Lesnar at that mania spot because you know he's one of the he's one of the biggest uh, names. I mean, he's the biggest name in WWE. So to do that, really, I mean, you know. 
Uh, you guys, you guys have. Wait a minute, I just missed some awesome comments here. Uh, Gary says, "Thank you for your response. It feels good to be heard." Yeah, you know, you know what's so funny about that? Um, you know, I, I was just thinking about some things to really separate pancakes and power slams from the rest. And I was like, you know what? I really, really appreciate the fan interaction. Even when we didn't do live chat every week, which is the best incarnation of pancakes and power slams. Uh, we did a lot of, uh, we used to do call-ins like back like six years ago, we did call-ins and that's going to be a part of the, um, the, the, the Patreon tier being a guest co-host and, and so that was cool, but it was just kind of like, yeah, you know, that was cool. And then, you know, we did some formatting stuff for like a year, year and a half. I had a guest co-host from all different types of websites and uh, wrestlers as co-hosts and things like that. And so I'm very, very happy with this version of the Pancake Show because you all have a voice, you know, and um, I'm really happy about that. I've always been, uh, as an entrepreneur, business guy, podcaster for almost seven years, and just, you know, just how my mind works, I always wanted to do something, always wanted to do something different. You know what I mean? Like, because right. you can have yeah, the same, you can have the same of a bunch of stuff, and you get tired of it. Just different. You know, podcasting, when I jumped into podcasting, it was, very rare you too evan you know we jump into it we jumped into a time where it wasn't a dime a dozen like it is for everything <laughs> like yeah hey russell logo belt, uh, replica belt podcast you know uh, uh a personal training certification right here podcast you know, it's just right. They podcast, podcast. So, different like, engines podcast. Like God, right? Every <laughs> podcast for everything. Engine podcast. So it's just there's a podcast for everything. So what makes it different? PMP Nation and you all make it different because you uh, are the voice of the podcast and multi sense. Chris, you and Evan are just as big a part of the PMP Nation as we are. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So, thanks. So, Gary says, Gary already d- d- uh, signed up for Patreon. Thanks so much, guys. Um, <laughs> Multi says, people in the wrestling community can care about the fans. What kind of monstrosity is this? <laughs> 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 Uh, oh man, you know what? You know, you know, you get a, you get a applause. For that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's jump into before we get into this uh, this um, bracket here. Talk about Raw and SmackDown. Just really, everybody in the chat room, just give us your thoughts. We're going, we every week we grade. Um, Raw and SmackDown, because there's so many Raw and SmackDown podcasts. Of course, Wrestling oh, Inc. has the best Raw and SmackDown podcast. Um, check out the Raw podcast on Mondays, the SmackDown podcast on Wednesdays. 
you have I'm sandwiched between a full raw and a full SmackDown podcast. Uh, you know, so <laughs> there you go. I'm not gonna. I, I don't do. I stop. I stopped giving full like extensive raw and SmackDown reviews a long this time ago awesome. because. Yeah, it became so boring to me. Um, uh, Joker says, I like the other wing shows, but this one's more interactive. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Kendall says, I love the interactions on this podcast. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so what are you great? What's your grade for Raw and SmackDown? Um, to, uh, we'll do that just for those who. Uh, yeah. I mean, Send your grade to Raw. Raw give it A because of the ending. Well, Becky left nose busted, still taking it hard and not flinching. Raw ending like that with the women main eventing. I, I thought it was a it was a very very good ending. Uh, I, I give it about an A something different. I really enjoyed it. Uh, SmackDown. Uh, Big Show couldn't get up after he pinned Big E, which was hilarious. Um, AJ Styles just lost in the shuffle. Uh, SmackDown, I think it's SmackDown, but but it. Uh, but I keep giving SmackDown C pluses as Daniel Bryan being heel. Uh, I, I like the execution of it. Just the. Reasoning makes no sense. He said, bro, he's going to face Brock. He's going to get squashed. What's the point? So I guess it nullifies Daniel Bryan in the mess. Yeah. That was one of the best storylines he had yeah. consistently going for a year, going on two. And for some reason, when he wrestled, no one cared about the match. So it just didn't go over well. So now that that, that female nullifies. So Daniel Bryan is a heel. It's like, okay, whatever. And, and it would have been better if they saved it for Survivor Series. Could have had AJ get beat, which you knew he was going to lose, and then Daniel Bryan come out to help him out. And then, uh, but I, I, I guess yeah. down by C plus. Daniel Bryan actually cost Styles. Is that? Match. That Styles too. Um, yeah, that would have protected. That would have protected Styles. Um, Hey, Sue says, uh, this is a great podcast. Guys love it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Um, let's see. Raw 7 to 8, SmackDown Live 8 to 9. Both brands have strong finishes. Um, Tammy says, uh, Becky saved Raw and SmackDown both C's. Gary says, Raw A minus small, uh, SmackDown B plus. <laughs> I get it, Brian, a B plus player. But do it. Uh, so I was asking, X Chris is uh, AJ the most boring champion ever. Yeah, yeah. His, I don't think I've said this before. I don't think it has anything to do with AJ Styles. He's amazing in the ring. You know, he's AJ Styles. The fans still love him. It's just the booking. He hasn't main evented since Fastlane. That was that was March. So. Months he has a main event. That's ridiculous. Um, ask Evan. Here you go. Ask Evan. We got an Ask Evan hashtag. Here you go. Malty's asking, who is your favorite active WWE wrestler? Active WWE wrestler. Oh, 
Uh, I got I gotta go. Even though his catchphrase makes no sense, burn it down. I gotta give it a Seth Rollins right now. He's been he's been white hot. He's been consistently good. Great matches overall. Uh, currently, I give it to Seth. And and after oh, Seth, I would uh, I didn't need Seth would be Drew. Yeah, those are two fantastic. Stories. I'm still trying to figure out what burn it down means, but I guess we'll never get the answer. Like who drove the white Hummer? <laughs> yeah, who drove the White Hummer? Um, yeah, Kimbo, uh, follow you guys in live. Love the show. Thank you. Appreciate that. Gabriel says, Raw C minus SmackDown B minus. Joker, Raw B minus. The ending small, uh, SmackDown Live C minus. It all fell apart. Okay. Cool. Um, for Raw, um, so, so Strowman's working injured. Um <clears throat> And it's it's quite it's quite obvious that he's working injured because like his big boots are like you know no. <laughs> big <laughs> right you know <laughs> big quad uh, big boots of the quad uh, so the big it's, toe. it's, it's uh, quite um, yeah <laughs> the sweet shin music remember 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 uh, new love sweet shin sweet music. Shin. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what Braun Strowman's big boots look like. Um, so yeah, so I, 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 overall, I'd say a C. The ending was good. Uh, yeah, I think that's what made it C plus. I'm not a fan of the Brian turn. I think it was mistimed. So as far as SmackDown's concerned, but I think it was a solid show overall. The stipulations was good. Stereo Miz. Um, Hardy and almost was good, so I, I'd give SmackDown. Becky's promo was good, uh, so yeah, SmackDown I'd give it a B, solid B. So, all right, so we are going to go. I'm gonna ask a couple more trivia questions. We're gonna get to this bracket. Ask Chris questions first. GHP uh, is asking. Uh, funny how they've uh, how they have Robert SmackDown for Survivor Series, but for other pay per views they promote each other, right? Definitely not the grand split from 2003. That's a good point. Uh, Taz talking trash about Raw. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Because we're all one company. Um, support each other and stuff like the Survivor Series. Right, right. Pr- promote each other's pay-per-view. But we're split, though. But we're competing against, against each other at Survivor Series. We don't like each other. Grand supremacy. And then next week, next month, we'll, pr- we'll promote your, your pay-per-view. Um, Brain is asking, ask Chris, what are they doing with Lashley? It's awful. Yeah, I've talked about this before. Um, no, my man, <laughs> Leo Rush. Oh, me, gosh. He, he, I think that I think that Bobby Lashley is being outshined by Leo Rush. I, I I've said this before, and the more the more Raws I see, the more it it develops, the more I see Lashley comes out, come out the more I feel that he is being outshined by Leo Rush. And I think the problem with that is, is that you're trying to make the, him a heel and and Leo Rush is spending, spending so much time, you know, saying, you know, this, this, chisel out of stone, blah, 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 last week, last week and all that. But <laughs> he's, he's outshining Lashley. Uh, and then the pose, they're, they're trying so Play much to do all this pose. Like that, they're trying to draw heat by doing that, but it's failing miserably. 
I just this whole thing that they're doing with Lashley, and I've said this before, it's terrible. They, this the way that they're booking him as a heel is 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 terrible. Um, and so he's asking, uh, is the Charlotte versus Ronda matches our Barber Series underrated? I think this is the match to watch. Yeah, it's going it's going to be a good match. It's going to be it's going to, it's going to be a good match. Nothing to it though, honestly. <laughs> there's no nothing. There, there, there's no anything to it. Um, no rhyme, no reason. Whoa, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Okie dokie. It's, it's, there's nothing. There's no stipulation, so there's nothing that's drawing me to watch it, and that's what wrestling should be. What? Why? Why am I draw? What? What's drawing me? You know, back in the day, um, but back in the day, I remember it was all about hype. It was all about making people exciting, you know, to watch show, to watch the pay-per-view. But now I'm just like, okay, so you think just throwing matches at us is going to cause us to be excited about watching a pay-per-view? Like, just throwing matches at us, that's not going to do anything, so... Yeah, but I, I agree. Lashley should be treated like Brock Lesnar. I want to see Lesnar Lashley at Mania. That's my ideal match. Hopefully, and I said this before. I think I said this last week. Ideally, I would want to see um, Lashley break away from Leo Rush. You know, he say this is, you know, being with you actually hurt my career. He wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, he breaks away. He gets he becomes a babyface. We see Lashley versus Lesnar at Mania. Uh, and you know that, that's a kind of clash of the titans type of thing, and I think that you know that that type of irresistible force versus immovable objects—that's a foolproof plan for WrestleMania. Period. A foolproof plan. We saw it with Andre Hogan, and you know that's just a a foolproof plan. A foolproof plan. And I think lastly, Lesnar would do the job for that clash of the titans type of feel. And Lashley could go in the ring. Um, he's, a, he's a great worker, and so yeah, I think uh, I think it is sell tickets. I think it'll be exciting to watch. Next trivia question: The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series, and who won? The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series, and who won? Be sure to like, uh, comment, subscribe. Um, to the channel, follow at Cray Wrestling uh, on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Polific. Um, leave some positive comments uh, on the show if you liked it. If you didn't like it, tweet me and say, hey, Chris, uh, I don't like the show. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, Brandon, Brandon uh, once again, killing it on the trivia 2002 Shawn Michaels. Great stuff. I can't help myself. Lex is asking, could there be a twist with Ronda Charlotte and Charlotte wins the belt and goes to Raw? No, possibly. Possibly. I don't see Ronda Rousey losing, though. Uh, I don't see her losing probably until Mania, actually. GHP is asking, uh, this might be out of the WWE regimen as far as having Raw versus SmackDown and Mania, but I wouldn't mind them touching up with the Becky versus Ronda situation. There's been so much heat with these two. I think you can do it at Rumble because, you know, both both, uh, Becky and Charlotte won't be in the Rumble because 
but both Becky and Rousey uh, won't be in the Rumble. Um, so, you know, have them two go against each other at the Rumble. So, that's, that's a good way to do it. Um, then with Gabriel, do you think WWE would have had a sketchy finish tonight for SmackDown resulting in Triple Threat after SummerSlam would just go with what they went with tonight? I don't want to see a Triple Threat at all. <laughs> I don't want to see. Daniel Bryan, I, I think we've I think we've came to the conclusion on this show that they'll probably have Brock Lesnar squash Daniel Bryan. Like he'll Daniel Bryan, they'll probably have Lesnar squash him like they did, like he did at Kevin Owens uh, on the house show uh, when he squashed him. So we will see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's zoom, let's zoom through. We got like ten minutes, so let's zoom through this play of the week. We might not even make it to. The second round, this might have to go another week, honestly, because we want to get to the uh, Survivor Series predictions, too. So let's uh, do as much as we can, at least get out of a round, and then um, we'll get to Survivor Series. All right, here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. Do you think Shawn Michaels, Chris, do you think Shawn Michaels first AJ Styles, I mean, it could happen. No, I don't see it. Honestly, I don't see it. Um, all right, so we go. Here's the here's the bracket here. Let's start off with uh, Styles versus Mysterio. Who's who's a better uh, theme song? This is the uh, this is through Twitter. This is the, I tweeted last week, and uh, you all gave me. These options uh, was originally 16. <laughs> uh, Multi-fifth my survivor series predictions are the fans. Dude, man, you are killing it with the comments tonight. <laughs> are the fans, are my survivor series predictions are not the fans lose. <laughs> uh, I love it. Let's zoom through this as much as we can so we can get to these survivor series predictions. Um, all right, looks like uh, Styles. People like Styles' his theme song better. No, right. Styles. Yeah. Yeah, Styles wins. All right. Next is uh, Alistair Black versus Randy Orton. GHP was not a ha- was not a happy camper about this one. Just, uh, I get Alistair Black. Orton, he needs something new. Gosh, he, yeah, he needs something new. I thought you needs uh, she, especially as a heel now, I could tell that they dyed her hair, you know, to make it a more of a heel look, which I like. But uh, yeah, yeah. So what do you got? I see Orton. I see. I see Orton more than Black right now. So Randy Orton. He needs something new. Some more. Some more. Um, All right, who we got? Who we got? So we can zoom past this. Uh, All right, so the next looks like we're tied with Orton and Black. The next one I see wins. The next one I see advances. Randy Orton versus Aleister Black. Um, All right, who we got? Who we got? Randy Orton versus Aleister. All right, Aleister Black. The next one I see. All right, um, Carmella versus Asuka. Oh, Asuka, easily. Car- 
I got Dance one for you. <laughs> we can do in the future the worst theme songs. Yeah, the worst theme songs are good too. <laughs> We're all American boys. <laughs> I, 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 you, you know, friends with this, this legend, I've, I've told him to his face only after only two years of being good friends with him. And knowing that he won't punch me in the face, Mr. Wonderful Paul Ondorf did Mr. Wonderful theme with WCW with the lady singing. They call him Mr. <laughs> Horrible. He, he, he hates that theme too, by the way. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, oh, man. man. Why did you? <laughs> they got to be top five. <laughs> they call him Mr. Wonderful. I don't know what's worse, the lady singing, the lady, the the woman singing, the version with the woman singing, or the instrumental. Oh man, can't hear anything. Sorry, all I hear is background music. Sorry for the technical difficulty.
Medicine is one of the most difficult, fast-paced, yet rewarding paths you can take. You can set out on your own and navigate the student loans, the bureaucracies, and systems that define a typical medical career. Or you can apply for the U.S. Army's Health Professions Scholarship Program and launch yourself into a medical career like no other. Your tuition will be completely covered, and when you graduate med school, you'll learn from and work with some of the most elite minds in medicine. That's the Army difference. Learn more and apply today at GoArmy.com HPSP. Mike has fun, the fear of missing McRib, so he cleared his calendar. Yo, dude, backstage passes? Nah. Hey, babe, this weekend? Ugh, can't do it. What up? That sounds great, but count me out. Do what you gotta do. Just don't miss the return of the sandwich, the myth, the legend, the McRib. Come into McDonald's today and get a delicious, saucy McRib sandwich. Made even better with the one-of-a-kind taste of Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. At participating McDonald's for a limited time.